feel like you were born in the wrong era? Do you pine for a time gone by? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Kaya Handley. Welcome to This Retro Life. This week on the podcast, we're off to Paris, France, because below the Eiffel Tower, just down the road from the Louvre, and with the class of the Champs-Élysées, is a woman with a love of vintage fashion and photography. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the wonderful Daria Nelson. She might call Paris home now, but she's actually from the Ukraine, and that's where her initial passion for vintage started to grow. But it was in the City of Lights she found the courage to embrace it. I always loved retro and I always loved vintage. And I, I was a big fan of Jean-Paul Gaultier and Dita Vontis. And I was really inspired by this atmosphere. But, you know, like I was, I can say that I was not that confident, you know, to start dress up vintage and to start to be the retro girl in Ukraine. Because there was a lot of people who always tell me like, oh, you know, it's not practical. You can't uh, wear this dress to go to the work it's so much judgments even like in my family yeah like my mother she never supported me but you know now she's okay but at the beginning it was so weird for her to see me dress up vintage that's really challenging when you, you feel like you're the only one who wants to dress this way yes you know so when i came in paris i felt like okay now i can start nobody dressed up like that no one of my friends or you know my neighbors they they looked at me really like if i'm if i was weird though but you know i'm kind of okay with that i really <laughs> love this style it was a dream of all my life and i told like why not if I'll not start it now, I'll never start it. What do you think it is about Paris that allows you that little bit more freedom? You know, it is a city where people just express themselves in such a phenomenal way. Why do you think it is that when you moved to Paris, it was like, yeah, now's the time? You know, like, you know, like I always thought that Paris is the capital of the fashion. But, you know, when I start to dress up, I really realize it, it's definitely not. Because, <laughs> you know, people there really, they look at you like, oh, my God, who, who is she? Why is she dressed up like that? Oh, maybe you have a wedding or maybe you have a party. You know, so people there really, um, they can't accept someone who is kind of different, but they, they like it. You know, at the same time, it's like kind of judgment, but acceptance, you know, it's so, so strange because even my friend who dress up vintage, they always tell me like, you know, the Paris is not that city to dress up vintage because, you know, there are always people who will judge you. There always will be people who will be um, encourage you the same way. So, you know, it's kind of really weird. Is there much of a vintage scene in, in Paris that you found? I don't think so. I know, you know, like some people who are organizing vintage and retro parties and events, but it's really so, it's so little. The community, the retro community in Paris is really the little one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like not open space for everybody, but only, you know, for people who, who really, but for example, if you know someone who organized the party, you can go there. Yep. But if not, you know, you, you'll feel uncomfortable because everybody knows everybody and you'll be like, you know, standing, <laughs> you, standing in the corner weird. on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but at the same time, there are so many possibilities in Paris to find good vintage stuff, like on the vintage flea markets or some little flea markets that organize in every week in different areas. So it's really, it's, it's really a good city, I guess, to find 
some good vintage. Yeah, especially if it's not like other cities around the world where everyone's looking for it, where there's a huge community and so everything's expensive and hard to find. It sounds like you've got a bit of a monopoly on the vintage items. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Dita Von Teese, you mentioned Jean-Paul Gaultier, but what was it really that got you interested in the 1950s in particular? When I was eight years old, I saw the picture of the man. It was a, actually it was a photo uh, of the man wearing the dress, and it was uh, the model of Jean-Paul Gaultier. His name is Tanel, and now it's like the friend of mine. Actually, I'm so surprised. I'm still so surprised. And I saw this picture, and I was so shocked because it was a man who was really like dressed up as a woman. And you know, in my head, it was. My God, what's going on? This is what they call fashion. And I really started to read a lot about Gautier and about his sources of inspiration. And for him, it was like 50s and 40s because it was, it's a lot inspired by his grandmother, by Marilyn Dietrich and the divas, Hollywoodian divas. So that's how I really discovered fashion world because of this picture and after it, it I, I started to discover universe of Dita Vontis who is a good friend and views for Jean-Paul so it's really like piece by piece you know I really created my my word I guess and then how did you create your style it was not that easy because I never wanted to copy someone I never wanted to be the copycat I really don't think it's interesting so you know, when I started to dress up vintage, it was kind of weird, but I think it now, <laughs> that time I thought that I was really cool and good, <laughs> but I was just inspired by all that I saw around me. For example, I could see the, the really nice picture of the Vima in the 50s, and I just imagined in my head, if I live in the 50s, how could I dress? So I started trying to, to find some stuff that I could mix. And I, piece by piece, I really big, made my big collection of accessories, of uh, clothes. And I never was like, you know, super big fan of real vintage. I could mix the reproduction, the real vintage, Zara clothes. You know, for me, it's not a big deal because for me, it's like, that's what can make our style really unique. Yeah, not having to pick one thing or the, or the other. Just tie yourself to just wearing true vintage or just wearing reproduction. It's like finding pieces that you like that suit your style and wearing them because of that and nothing else. Yes, exactly. Was it challenging for you to, to start nailing the hair and makeup in those early days? Oh, it's been like five years since I tried my hair to do my hair the first time and in the beginning it was so difficult and even <laughs> frustrating because I couldn't deal with it and I and I thought that oh my god I'll never never in my life I'll never do the brush out but now you know it, it takes like 10 minutes today before the shooting I did my hair like in 10 or 15 minutes and 10 minutes for the makeup you know because it's a practice 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 but mm-hmm. every day like for my eyeliner, it took like eight years to make it in one second. <laughs> and so now everybody asks me, oh my God, but how do you do your eyeliner? And I'm like, you know, I really can't tell you the truth because even I don't know. It's like eight years of practice, I guess. That's it. You just have to find what works for you. And look, anyone yes. who's looked at your Instagram would not think that you have ever struggled. So that's a really lovely thing to share that it's like everyone has a journey. Everyone just get there. You'll get there. Just practice. Yes. 
It was a love of photography that took Daria from the Ukraine to France, and as she studies the art of taking incredible analogue photos, as well as being the subject of many great photos herself, her vintage passion drives the types of photos, cameras and styling Daria loves to work with. I'm working with a Rolleiflex from 60s, and I shoot only on Rolleiflex. It's like an film camera, 6 on 6 and I really adore it. So all that I shoot, it's like an electron camera, it's a Polaroid from 70s, and now I found the new little camera, like little Russian camera photography. So I'm, I'm really trying to discover myself through the lens of my camera, yeah. of my vintage camera, of course. What do you prefer about analog photography over, over digital images? I really love the impression that, you know, you have only 12 pictures you can take. Because, you know, like for my, um, for my camera, I have only, you know, in my, um, film, I have only 12 pictures. So I have to think before I take the picture. I have to catch the moment. And after the development and all this stuff, I do by myself, you know, in the dark room, I, I do it at all. So for me, it's like really, uh, the big process of really creating the image. Mm. So it's not like for me, the digital camera is really good because I worked with the digital camera for seven years or eight years. But after I thought like, okay, maybe I should stop maybe because I wanted to challenge myself to start to work on the analog film camera. And sometimes really I have the bad result, but I told like, okay, that's okay. I accept it because I learned something. I learned that I have not to do this, but I have to do this actually the digital camera it's simpler but you know it's not that challenge that i want and there's no post-production in analog you know you can't just throw it onto a computer and edit it to make it look a certain way you really have to yeah. workshop it before yeah. you hit the little button to take the photo to make sure you've got the lighting right you're framing it right so it is a bit of a challenge in terms of the eye of setting it up rather than post-production exactly. yes. what what do you hope for for your photography like you said you're there to study it where are you up to with all of that actually it's my last year of studies and after i think i guess and i want to be the really the real artist because i don't want to do only the photography by itself like portraits or reportage etc but i really want to concentrate on creating the really art picture you know to make the auto portraits to make some maybe art, you know, like collage or something really strange, but, you know, really to give the piece of me in every of my artworks. That's what I really want. You share your story, you share your photos, you share your vintage love online via your blog, Nelson Anyways, but also on Instagram where you have an incredible following. What do you love about that online community and sharing everything that you're passionate about? Actually, for me, it's kind of... Um, you know, I really adore my community and I always told that thanks to my followers, I am on that place that I am now. Because, you know, I had a lot of support of different boys and girls, you know, and I was sharing my personal stories about struggling the depression, about my mental health, my mental problems. And I had so much people who wrote me like, thanks to you, I didn't give up. And for me, that was really like the sense of my being because I was so touched with these words. And I thought like, you know, guys, thanks to you, I'm here. So it's like mutual exchange between my followers and me. And it's about the big support. So that's why I really adore my community. 
and all the pictures I share is the pictures I love and I want to share with the people to inspire them or to give them maybe ideas for their outfits and for their shootings, etc. Given you really only started, you know, outwardly expressing your love of vintage in 2016 when you first moved to Paris, is it strange now to think that you're a bit of a, a vintage influencer when it comes to Instagram? Actually, yes. You know, I, I thought about it yesterday and I thought to myself, oh my God, in 2016, I was really just a girl who wanted to change her style, but I changed my life. It sounds so strange, but I really don't feel myself like a big influencer or like the star, maybe time to time, you know, when I, when I go out uh, <laughs> dressed up like a diva, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, I think I grew up. You know, I learned a lot of things thanks to my Instagram and the people who surrounded me. But at the same time, I don't think that I, I stayed the same person that I was in the beginning. I really progressed a lot. I understood a lot about of me thanks to my style, but to the community as well. What do you think it is about being honest and sharing your story in that online space that really does help bring people together and create that community? When I shared the first time my personal negative story about the mental health, I was so worried that people will not accept it, that they will unfollow me, you know, because Mm -hmm. nobody wanted to see a struggling, beautiful woman, always want to see the happiness and, you know, like you're dressed up vintage, you're so beautiful, you look like Audrey Hepburn, etc., etc. But I told like, you know, my Instagram and my story, it's not about the beautiful things only. It's not about the beauty itself. But about the real person who dress up like she wants, it's about the liberty, it's about self-acceptance. So when I shared my personal story the first time, I was so worried. And after I, ha- I had a really like the huge return of the people who told me, oh my God, finally, someone of the retro vintage bloggers who started to talk about that. So, you know, like I'm still feeling that for me, it's super, super important actually to share your real story. Your blog is amazing. It's called Nelson Anyways. People can find you on uh, Instagram as well. I love seeing your take on a, a modern vintage life. I love seeing the, I guess, the Ukrainian and the French elements come in there as well. Daria, it's been so great to speak with you. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of This Retro Life. You can find us on Wooshka, iTunes and Stitcher where you can subscribe and, of course, rate and review us so it's easier for other guys and gals to find this podcast. To get more information on today's guest, head to our website, thisretrolife.com or search This Retro Life on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We have some photos and videos and behind the scenes and a whole heap more retro fun, so do come and check us out. As always, if you're a vintage guy or gal from any era and into anything from cars to collectibles, we'd love to hear from you. Go to thisretrolife.com and drop us a line. Until next time, I'm Kaya Handley. Thanks for listening to This Retro Life.